everybody, welcome back. We're going to do another episode of Agree or Disagrees. Jamie Rossi with Jeremy Hogue, and we're talking about the recession. And you know, technically, the definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters quarters of declining GDP. I think we're at three consecutive quarters of declining GDP, or at least in that trajectory. I didn't check ahead of time, but like. I, I don't get it because I go to shopping malls and they're packed. I try to order a car and it's a six month wait because there's six people in front of me that want the same car. You know, you try to make a reservation at a nice restaurant and they're full. I don't I, like, I'm not, so maybe this is like elementary, I, but I'm not getting it. Like where is this recession? Is it just like lagging? Uh, we haven't felt the effects of printing all this money. Um, I don't know, man. What what do you notice? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I I, I looked it up real fast. So we had two quarters of reducing uh, down, you know, decreasing GDP. Quarter three of last year was up. Uh, mm. I think it was like two point something, a uh, three point two percent. So uh, quarter three was pretty good. Quarter four numbers are not out yet, so I uh, don't know where quarter four sits. But I think if we look back, um, probably. Uh, inflation is that the hardest point we all felt, right? I think yeah. food got food got way more expensive for most people. That impacts low-income people the most, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're making a million dollars, whether you pay a thousand or two thousand dollars at groceries does not matter for you, right? Uh, right? Like, it just does not matter. You're just like, okay, fine. Oh no, those strawberries were eight dollars instead of five dollars. I don't. <laughs> care right versus somebody who's like oh oh wow strawberries are eight dollars instead of five dollars i guess we'll skip strawberries this week we'll do strawberries next week or yep frozen frozen Frozen. strawberries (laughs) all right yeah you got to make those decisions at that level yeah um you know i think the the biggest fear this year on and there's a lot of indicators that a recession is coming uh from this it's called an inverted yield rate it's basically where you're getting more interest um like usually if I put, if I said, "Hey Jamie, I'm going to loan you money for ten years or two years," I would get a better rate um, on, I believe, ten years instead of two years because right. you get the money for longer. Right, right now, that's the opposite. Right yep. now, you're getting paid more because there's basically this fear that over the long run, you it's not worth quite as much. Yeah. Um, and so I think the biggest way we're going to see that, and what we're already seeing, is the real estate market is tumbling. Um, yeah. Right? And it's reasonable to think with, right? So, uh, interest rates are through the roof. Uh, you cannot buy the house you could buy a year ago. Uh, and I think the Schiller index is down a couple percent, which is, I think, the biggest decrease since World War II outside of the Great uh, Recession of 2008. Yeah. So I think most people uh, are going to see pain in regards to their home, right? If you own a home, if you're renting, if you're renting, not so much, but if you own a home, which is, I think, a large portion of America, you're going to see pain this year. If you want to sell a home, if you want to buy a home, um, I guess if you want to buy a home, the prices are coming down, but with the interest rates being so high, it's actually not cheap for you. It's actually more expensive to buy a home now, a cheaper home than it was before. So right. that's, that's, I think probably the biggest factor coming our way is home prices. Yeah. Um, We've got to stay in. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like even if you make more money significantly, you're, you're in a mortgage where you're paying two or three percent. Uh, even if you could afford double the house, you're it, you might not be able to actually afford it because because rates are at seven percent now. And yeah. with people like you know, I had been looking for a house for two, almost two years, 
And every time we would look, we would be like, you know, we'd find one we like and we'd call the, or send it to the realtor and she'd go, she'd message me back and she'd go, well, offers are due by nine o'clock tonight. There's no more showings. It's highest and best. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting in that rat race, man. I'm not doing it. And uh, so we, we didn't, we kind of waited and waited and waited. We went under contract. We decided to build a house. We found a place like not that far from here. We're building a house and rates are up 2% since we went into contract. You know, we couldn't even lock, lock that in, you know? So it is, it's kind of like a bit of a roller coaster, but the inventory from what I heard is, is like kind of non-existent, like particularly down in Florida where you're at. You know, the, the houses are going, they, they, they still sell like crazy down there, don't they? They do. I think so. I'd have to look at the numbers again. But uh, I think Florida seeing a huge influx in people. Uh, Texas is as well. I think uh, there's just some states where a lot of people are moving to. And yes, if you've got a net immigration that's high, uh, you're still your homes. Uh, you know, you're going to you're going to be fine in terms of uh, like home sales. However, the prices still are going to, you know, um, I don't know. It may balance out, but I think on the on the whole, it's coming down. So even with people coming here and homes being bought quickly, mm-hmm. there's I think the price is coming down because of what people can afford. Even though if you're moving from New York to Florida, you can just buy cash. Uh, so the interest rate yeah. doesn't impact you as much. But uh, I saw an interesting study like Vegas is a, a leading indicator for a lot of the country. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, more real estate agents leaving the profession right now. Uh, than entering it on like a three to one ratio. I think it's like 90 people leaving every month compared wow. to 30 people signing up. So, you know, that kind of gives you an idea. Uh, probably the whole banking industry, uh, loan officers, uh, mm-hmm. they're not making much money because there's not much refinance. I think like refinance is down by 90%. Um, so I think on like a macro market level, that's a big, big factor. This is, it won't necessarily impact everyone. Uh, I think the other big factor is China. Um, I don't know that China, from what I've heard and from what I've read and looked at, China is moving in less of a free market economy direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know with Trump, there was a lot more trade war talk. But I think even under Biden, there's still some pretty heavy trade war going on. Yeah. Uh, because like right now, uh, most chips, right, like computer chips, high technology chips are created in Taiwan or manufactured in Taiwan. Uh, and America has recently outlawed those chips to be sold to China. Mm. Uh, so that's going to give them, that's going to be an issue for them. We're going to be, the more conflicted we are, the less efficient the economy is, the more expensive products become, you know, that whole, um, market interference is, is going to cause prices to go up again, quality of life to go down. So I think, you know, if, uh, are these factors real? I think they're real. Is that, will that impact people? I think it will. Uh, so I think, you know, it, it's um, in easy times, everyone can win. In hard times, only the really hardworking can win. Yeah. So you just have to get into a mindset right now. It's like, look, if you're coasting, if you're quiet quitting, just realize you've got a danger in front of you. You've got a situation, right? Like, I think if you're fishing, right, and the ca- waters are all calm, it's fine. You can chill. You can be mm-hmm. on your phone, whatever right, right. else. You know, there's a freaking storm and it's going to knock shit down it's like okay yeah. you better be ready you gotta fucking have a life vest on you get gotta prepare you gotta get into the right waves gotta get into things so yeah think, yeah that's that that would be my thought is you know like i don't know what's your thought in preparing for a recession yeah i mean i i told i i agree i i i actually i'm not i'm excited about it not in the sense that you know things are going to decline in to a poor condition 
But in terms of the marketing space and commerce and e-commerce, people pull out and there's no traffic. You know, so like now you can you can double down on your marketing ad spend and get twice the result because the first thing to go is people's marketing budgets. Nope, I can't afford that. We're in a recession. I'm cutting corners. And so the the traffic it, it, it's the traffic goes down, which makes it easier for your company to be visible. That's obviously the first thing that you should do. People think it's not intuitive. Like, oh, I'm going to save money on marketing. That's not what I need. That's the first thing you need to do is promote. And so because people have that backwards, I think it gives an advantage to, you know, entrepreneurs who are looking to to try something new, to start something up um, because there's not as much traffic. The ad spend goes down. Remember when COVID happened, you know, that people were pulling out of there was hardly any ads on Facebook at the time. Like the ads yeah. went way down and like it was very cheap to to run ads at that time. And so I, I think that's um, one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is self-improvement. If you have extra time, if your hours get cut back, if you get laid off, then that's the perfect opportunity to improve yourself. You are the asset that is going to create everything that you have forever and ever and ever. So if you have a downtime, it's a it's a good time to invest in your company, invest in yourself because that's really what is going to produce for forever. You know, there's nothing else there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think uh that is that is probably the safest bet right now is if you're if you're afraid of a recession, one the, the recessions usually um it's a market condition. You have to understand where is your business at? Where are you at as an employee? Um, if you are in the top 50% of your company, right? If your company has 100 employees and you know, hey, look, I'm in the top 50%. I'm a valuable producer. I'm a part of this company and I believe in what this company is doing. You will most likely survive and potentially thrive in this opportunity. Yeah. Right? Yep. Companies look at it and they go, okay, who, all right, our income is down. Who do we really need? Who's really aligned to the mission, vision, values? Who's getting the the, uh, the production, the results that we need from them? Yeah. Who do we want to go through this with? And then they make decisions on that. You know, yeah. I know my dad went through a couple like uh, his company. He was in the software space. He, his company got bought. His company got bought. His company got bought. You know, like yeah. three times. And he's like, they took him with him every time. You know, yeah. like every time they're like, dude, I need this guy. Oh, I need this guy. Oh, we're going to pay this guy severance actually and help have him help us mm. for a few months. Actually, keep the severance. We want to keep you full time anyways. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, OK, you know, and now as a business owner, I'm like, OK, I see all this fear out there. But is it my recession? No. You know, I'm like, I don't. And when people cut marketing budget. Yeah. Does that impact a marketing agency? Maybe. Yeah. You know, but can I out market it? Can I out create it? Can I find the segment in the, the market that still has money that is moving forward? Yeah. So like you said, you know, I think like real estate agents that are leaving real estate right now uh, are making room for the top real estate agents that are still sticking around, that are building their network, that are building their database, yeah. Yeah. That are building relationships, uh, you know, and those are the ones that are going to thrive and get to that top 10%. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And like, for a person that is worried about their job right now, there's there's two types of people. There are, are the people that are like, hey, I see this as an opportunity. Let's go, right? And then there's also people that are worried about what might happen. And those are the people that I was that person years ago. I was like, oh, no, like, I, what if I lose? There wasn't even a recession and I was worried about losing my job. 
you know, and that's, I think to me, that's an indicator that you need to invest in yourself and become more valuable because if the marketplace doesn't, can't use you or you aren't valuable to the marketplace or an employer, whether it's a recession or not, then it's a sign that you need to invest in yourself and kind of level up. 100%. I mean, look, I think, I think of the example of um, my last job, I got to a really high position, things got restructured. I had the certainty that no matter what, and when I, I went and launched my own business, I was like, look, if in the next six months, I cannot make enough money to pay my bills, I'll go be an employee again, because I know mm -hmm. I can go find a job. I know I can go make six figures. I know I'm worth it. I know I deliver that value in abundance, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And you, you always got to look at that. It's like, it's not like, oh, they're paying me $100,000, so I'm worth $100,000. No, it's like, probably you're delivering three hundred to $800,000 of value at $100,000. Yeah. Uh, because that's how it works. There's other components, there's profit, there's all these other things that, you know, go into a business technology, yeah, software yeah. and all that other fun stuff. So, um, yeah, you know, I think, will there be a recession? Maybe, but does it matter uh, for most people? I don't think so. I think, like you said, like invest in yourself, invest in your career, invest in your business. Uh, and then once you've got all that worked out, invest in other things, right? Make sure you, you know, you got your, your financial vehicles, whether those are investments and things like that. Uh, in place so that once you get to 65, you know, you don't have, if you don't have to work until you die, right? right. Uh, we should talk about that. We should talk about, should you work until you die? What, when should you retire? We should talk <laughs> about that next time or something. Make that yeah. a different conversation. Cause yeah, I think that's... I've got a, yeah, I got some different viewpoints. I'd be interested to hear what you think, you know, like on retirement. Yeah, that sounds like a good one. I mean, especially considering that I used to work with people and help them help them retire. But <laughs> but some people I could tell you they don't have a choice. They're working past 65 anyways. We'll do that one next time, man. Okay, I like it. All right, see you guys. Bye.